Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Not Good with Matt Rashavi. Welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling. You know that feeling when you have a massive horrible headache where your brain feels like it's melting out of your head through your nose? That's what listening to your show is like. Best feeling ever. <laughs> All right, that voice is Paige Ann. Welcome to the show. Hello. This is your first time uh, First time doing a podcast, too. First How, time. What do you think? Pretty excited. <laughs> nice. See how it goes. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's going to go go well, I think. Um, so we've actually, you're my girlfriend. Ah, that is a fact. Spoiler alert. Fact, Jack. <laughs> um, and so we've been doing a, a bunch of random things. Um, I've been back from work for a little bit, so we've been kind of getting into... This is the Halloween episode, too, by the way. Welcome to it. Ooh. Do you have any, uh, do you have any werewolf uh, noises? Oh, oh. That's not bad. That's not bad. You should do, we should do the impression segment on this one. No. <laughs> You've heard no those? No way. I can't beat Clark. <laughs> no. He's had some good ones. Pretty good. Yep. His, uh, Tim Allen is uh, on the... On uh, one of the most recent episodes, is pretty. You pretty haven't released on. that one yet, have you? Well, actually, spoiler alert: we just did. Ooh-wee. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we've been getting into the Halloween spirit and uh, doing a bunch of different stuff, and just kind of the same, you know, stuff that's common with the fall, like going to the uh, um, apple orchard. Uh, we did that. That was pretty fun. Though all the apples were already picked. Yeah, it was just fun. Got some apple cider and did all the, the fall things. They didn't have a pumpkin patch or anything, but yeah. it was fun to see. There's like apple cider donuts too, but there's long waits. We didn't get any of that. But. Right. Yeah, it was cool. It was funny. We were definitely going there at the late end of the season, right? Yeah, but it was still fun. There's a lot of kids running around. It's kind of fun watching them just kind of like waddle around. And a lot of them were just learning to walk, so it was pretty cute. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep. And them all getting into the uh, Halloween spirit, too, is always great to see. Love seeing that at such a young age. Um, Also, we went to um, a haunted house. So I talked about this with Clark and Brett on a previous episode. But now to get the side from you. So you... Now, do you you like Halloween in I, general? I like Halloween, yeah. but nothing that involves uh, scary things, terrifying, petrifying. Uh, I like to equate my scare tolerance the same as my spice tolerance. Mm-hmm. Non-existent. Non-existent. <laughs> well, that I can, yeah, I totally agree, which is why when, you know, you actually surprised me with tickets to the haunted house this year which is Screamtown. Yep. And, uh, and I was very surprised that you did that because we had tried one other time to go to a haunted house. And it didn't go so well. It didn't. What happened there? Well, I tried. It was Valley Scare, so it's like an amusement park, and they turn it into like a scare town, basically. And I, I thought it was going to be good. I'm like, oh, I'm going to surprise you with it. And we did it. And then they, there was, was it a, like the haunted promenade yeah. through it? And or is it prom- promenade? Promenade. That's, I've always wondered that too. Promenade, promenade, tomato, I don't tomato. Know. But at any rate, I had never really been to one before, so I didn't. I mean, I knew it was going to be scary, and but it was one of those things where we went through it, and they, we got through it. I basically got scared and then bolted through it like a gazelle left you behind in the dust. You did. And then and then what <laughs> happened is I got through. I'm like, I'm good. No worries. Then the girl like came after me, and I w- had my back turned, and she scared me, and then that was that for the night, and I did not, it did not go well. Oh yeah, you're different, you're 
Well, and that's what's weird too is like normally I think they, you know, they usually they'll scare people at these places, but then once they get a good scare, they might go for a second time, but that's usually it. But this person like picked you out and kept going after you. Because I I mean, I ran. Mm-hmm. I ran through the whole maze and it wasn't even like a haunted house. It was just like out in the open and I just ran through. So she probably saw it as an easy and and, and fun. Like she was having fun with it. Right. And she was probably our age. It's not like she was this she was, I would argue argue she's younger. Younger, yeah. And had no idea what kind of traumatic effect she was, she was well, leaving. Well, on. I'm also an adult. And so <laughs> yeah, she uh, probably didn't think, like, I was, like, kind of sprinting through it, but in a funny way, mm-hmm. I think. And so she probably thought I was just having fun with it. And then it did not turn out to be so fun. Right. And I was surprised, too, just the way they set it up. Because it was kind of like, I didn't think... You know, Universal Studios Halloween nights, they have people running around with chainsaws. Like, I remember um, legitimately asking for directions on to a, a certain maze. And this guy with the chainsaw was just like, right in front of my face instead of giving me directions. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to know how to get to the Evil Dead maze. And then I walked away. But I didn't think it was going to be like that for Valley Scare. But it was very similar to that. Oh. And so then when you surprised me full circle this year with tickets to Screamtown, which is these mazes. It's like five or seven mazes that you go around. I was very surprised that you got me tickets. Well, I thought that, because when we did Valley Scare, we ultimately figured out the best path to avoid mm-hmm. all of like, the like scares. And so then when we were just getting food, that was enjoyable. Like I didn't mind being the bench warmer. I really didn't have a problem with it. So like I have fun just hanging out. So I was like, well, maybe we could do that same thing. Like maybe I could just get through a certain path and then but it, it didn't it didn't work out like that yeah we uh um walked up and you said you saw what did you see well there? i was waiting for you because you were gonna go just like check it out and, scout it out yeah, yeah and see see how bad it was and then i was waiting and it was at the very front and i figured that was fine because we had heard that they were low on and actors actresses anyway and so i thought i would be fine but then there, like there's this guy that came out he was like a zombie patient in his crutches and he could have scared me he absolutely could have gotten me but he he just decided to go to another group instead and just like stand right behind them and and he got them all but i'm like as soon as i saw him i just kind of like slinked away and i was like i'm good car car it is for me yeah yeah and i didn't want your car to be the home your home essentially that night so i was scouting it out and i saw like the central area that had it set up the little commons area where you can get beer and like funnel cakes and all that that was set up where you could actually see all the haunted houses around you and so that was nice you could see when the lines were long or short and then you could jump in when they were short but when i scouted it all out i was like oh they're kind of obeying this like central space as like this uh peaceful area where they weren't going to attack you there so i was like this is perfect which is exactly what i thought when i bought the tickets i'm like i know i'm not going to go in but that's that's fine i've wanted you to enjoy the experience right And so I had just called you to tell you that it was okay to go into that central median space. And then we ended up, you ended up not going for it. Um, And it was probably the best call because almost 30 seconds to a minute after that, I was in that central area and some guy ran in with a chainsaw and scared these young girls that were like, must have been, you know, junior high age. And they were just uh, crying. But seemed to be having fun, which was weird. They were like crying, laughing, but like full on tears. It was a weird experience. 
All right, now let's move on to some random news uh, of the week. And before we do that, uh, one thing that you and I are huge fans of the corny joke, often referred to as the dad joke, or, you know, a lot of kids will say these jokes, just little kids the jokes. The puns. The puns, yeah, I love all that stuff. So um, I heard a little rumor that you might have some, definitely not a pre-planned bit. <laughs> not you, at all. No, that you have uh, some Halloween-themed jokes. I that? do love getting jokes in whenever I, whenever I can. The cornier, the better. Well, that's why you're here. So how about, uh, since we do one for, let's do one for each segment. How about you do two right now to kick all us right. off? I gotcha. Okay, so who did Dracula take to the prom? Who? His ghoul friend. <laughs> nice. Top notch. I like that one. And where do ghosts like to go swimming? Where? Lake Erie. <laughs> that's good. Boom. <laughs> All right, so that's two. Two of the six. We'll hear the rest, and you guys can vote on the jokes and reach in, reach out at notgoodwithmat at gmail.com and let us know what your favorite jokes of the evening are. Uh, but now, yeah, so some random news. Um, but also, I wanted to kind of, you know, people are talking about how this could be the most successful Halloween in a while. There was um, some stats that came out from retailers that were saying that um, they're thinking that this is... So this stat was spending on Halloween is expected to reach an all-time high of $10.1 billion. This is the National Retail Federation, which I didn't know was a thing, the National Retail Federation. I didn't either. The NRF. Uh, but that's, uh, they said that's well above last year's spending of $8.1 billion. So that's good news. And if you kind of think about it, Halloween's perfect even if you're, like, if you're a COVID you know, if you're really scared about COVID, everyone's wearing masks for the most part. Yeah, I was going to say, too, do we know, I mean, I'd be interested to know what the spend was pre-pandemic. Because obviously last year it might have been lower because no one could go anywhere. Right, right. And I think that's what it was. I bet you before that it was maybe even higher because I, I doubt that these numbers would be higher than. They could be. I mean, because so? everyone Cause may be really excited to go out now, now that we can. That's true. So they may be amped for it and yeah deciding to go all out that's a good point and for going all out too and they have to have good uh costumes to wear um yeah so i actually found an article it was a halloween just a halloween costume store and they were talking about their top uh costumes that were being purchased at their store so there's so top five who do you who do you think would be the, the number one and so these are ranked from five to one? Yep. Um, I would go Batman's got to be in there. Nope. No? Iron Man? Nope. Oh, Thor? Nope. No No Marvel character? Nope. Wow, that's impressive. And this is just one store, so sure. I mean it could be. Oh, this is this probably like your Frankensteins or Draculas? Yeah, oh. those, those types of things. So um, is Frankenstein and Dracula? No. No? <laughs> so not those types of things? <laughs> but I mean like along those lines. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to go with yeah, it. Yeah, let's go with it. Okay, so... I'll go number five first. So number five is Chucky. Okay. I can see that, which, by the way, has a new TV show, which is really good. I can it's recommend it. It's on my that. list, yeah. yeah. yeah it's right. Not, it's not, not on, on your list. list at all. <laughs> okay, number four, Beetlejuice. Nice. Great. One of my all-time favorite movies. And as a kid, I loved it and watched it all the time. Weird thing, too, is my parents said that when I was, like, probably you know, preschool, maybe even older. Apparently I was watching it and turned around and was like, you can really tell this is a Tim Burton film. <laughs> like what a little nerd. Yeah, not much has changed. Okay. Sorry. 
Okay, number three. Uh-huh. Ghost Face. Oh, Ghost Face, which is Scream. Okay. Mm-hmm. Solid. New movie coming out too soon. It's on my list too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, Harley Quinn. Okay. And number one. All right, so number one. Michael Myers. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I can see the resurgence definitely happening with the movie just coming out, Halloween Kills, which uh, your, what is your kind of uh, movie review on that one? On which one? Halloween Kills. Oh, it's it's really good. My favorite part is when they get all the, the Halloween candy and then, and then they like... <laughs> uh, you laugh, but it's, uh, I think that, you know... You're not a huge horror movie fan, but I think there's ways we can get you there. And I'll cover that more uh, as we get on with the show. Um, all right, so now let's move on to some TV shows. This is uh, kind of we, you know, any kind of favorite stuff that you're watching right now that you would like to recommend to people out there. I just started uh, the Squid Game, which I feel like a lot of people are going to be doing Halloween costumes from the Squid Game. Didn't make the top five, obviously, that we just covered. But. Well, actually, I did see. So in terms of more of the pop culture costumes, I did see that on the list. This one was just a... a store that just listed what's selling in their store mm-hmm. but i would say probably for more of the pop culture that's probably on the top top five i bet absolutely yeah yeah i'm um i'm two episodes in and i'm kind of begrudgingly getting into it because uh, i talked about this with clark on a previous podcast where we, we both had this feeling of like when something's super popular and everyone's watching it it kind of makes us not want to, which is like, it's so dumb, but it's like, uh, cause you know, immediately when I watch it, it was like, Oh yeah, this is really good. Like I, I get why so many people love it. Um, but it's, it's definitely, it's a strange, strange thing. It's about a bunch of strangers that, um, are lulled into playing this game. They're all adults and they play these kids games. But the only issue is when they, uh, when they lose the kids game, Anyone who loses gets killed. So very high stakes. Um, and th- that's the one part about the believability is like they, they pick characters that are all on their last dime. They're, you know, millions or billions of dollars in debt. They're trying to, you know, um, earn money for like one guy is earning money for his mom. That's, that's so sad. So sad. And at that, at that story, I'm like, okay, I could see that. That guy is also in debt, but he's also his mom's got diabetes and is like really not doing well. And people are really liking this, the funding and entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they see, you know, it's that you're kind of gripped because you're like, what are these guys going to choose? And, and I put myself in the situation too, if, if I would do that, like if my parents were, you know, in that position. Yeah, that's true. But it's, uh, it's, I, mean, I just won't watch it. But. Yeah, it is. That one is, uh, is intense for sure. But, uh, I can, I can recommend that so far on what I've seen is pretty, pretty decent. Um, how about you? What are you watching? Well, so I really like The Masked Singer. Yep. Which is actually great with, uh, Halloween themed. Everyone's wearing costumes. Yeah, yeah. And so, spoiler alert, if anyone really likes it, um, the, the person that got out was the hamster. Mm hmm. 
And it was Rob Schneider. Yep, that was this past week of yep. uh, recording this. Yeah, and it was it was really good. Yeah, I actually I love that show too. And you know, for a while I would maybe say guilty pleasure, but not really. I mean, I actually am okay and, and proud that I like this show. It's really good. And yeah, surprisingly, he was an amazing singer. Yeah, I really like that. And actually, some of the people I worked on Dancing with the Stars, and some of the same people that worked on that show work currently on Mass Singer. So it's a really, really well-made show, too. Um, and the hosts are good. Jenny McCarthy's awesome. Ken Jeong is awesome. Very uh, funny. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, I don't need to recommend that to you because it's like, one, it's probably number one rated TV show. But uh, but if you haven't seen it, it's 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 silly fun. It's good stuff. And Rob Schneider was really funny because he was in this just really big hamster costume and no one could really guess who it was. I think maybe one judge guessed him, mm-hmm. but he was just very entertaining and they were guessing that like, it has to be a comedian because of just how funny he was in the costume. So. Absolutely. Um, this next show I want to recommend, this is more back on the... Uh, horror um halloween theme perfect my favorite exactly well and what's funny is because i was watching this and all of a sudden i hear you from the other room uh what are you watching and it was uh the history of horror eli roth's uh docuseries on on horror genres and uh they have the new season that's airing right now so i can recommend that on amc check that out but um yeah they definitely do show a lot of the gore and a lot of the creepy stuff so i was surprised by how much and i didn't even know you were watching but i heard from the other room like what was i watching or was i just hearing all the horrible scary sounds probably just hearing and uh and and probably just saw one of the craziest visions uh, i'm gonna get nightmares exactly sorry about that uh, but yeah all right cool so that is tv for the week and before we go um end this segment uh let's do another I gotcha, I gotcha. All right. I know you've been waiting. Who's the world's most famous skeleton detective? Who? Sherlock Bones. All right, so now uh, moving on from there, let's go to movies. So earlier I was talking about how, you know, you don't have the greatest love for horror movies like I do. Um, and great just meaning like you don't have this huge love for it. I, like I watch horror movies all the time, all year round. It's not just Halloween for me. Um, but I do think I can get you on that train potentially because there are horror movies that you like that are the, um, they call them the gateway horror movies, which are the family orientated um, PG movies, and one of those being Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. How would that be a gateway? Because, uh, you know, kids watch that, yeah. and then they get that love of horror at a young age. And there is some creepy stuff. Yeah, that is true, which I guess I didn't really realize when I was a kid. I didn't, I don't know if I realized that that was, could be scary. Mm-hmm. But watching it now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, actually, that is really creepy. Yeah, we were watching it uh, last night. And what was it that you thought you were surprised about that? Well, just the whole the whole premise of they need children. The witches do. <laughs> the witches do to be young and to stay alive. Right. And the, the whole idea is that they need to like lure children in to to get their um, what is it their their essence or their, yeah their they soul. like breathe them in yeah, yeah get their soul to like to keep their young age. It is that is a creepy storyline and. I didn't see it when I was a kid, but I could imagine that freaking me out when I was a kid. 
Like if I had seen that. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just a lot of there was a lot of moments where I'm like, that's actually that's actually pretty terrifying. Right. Um, but it's it's so good. It's one of my top five favorite movies. Yeah, I actually really like it too. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Bette Midler, of course. Uh, the witches are great. Um, and they're doing the sequel too, which is yep, good. 2022. Yeah. Woo! So in honor of that, uh, you found some facts. That, I did. That maybe a lot of people don't know about Hocus Pocus. Yeah, so I found some some facts on, on Pinterest. Okay. Ready? Ready. All right, so first... Actually, this is a good tease. How about you do another um, horror or Halloween-themed joke? All right, I got you. Um, ooh, this is, this is a good one. This will be on theme. <clears throat> what do you call two witches living together? What? Broommates. <laughs> I like that one a lot. All right, cool. All right, let's go into some uh, Hocus Pocus facts. Okay, so originally the movie was supposed to be called The Halloween House. Hmm. Wow. Very, very original. Yeah, I wonder if that's maybe why they didn't go that route, because you have like the huge franchise Halloween. Um, though I saw in a documentary, um, they do, they tackle Halloween, and one of the producers says that that is what he thinks made Halloween and continues to make Halloween so big, like why Halloween kills is a thing is because you have that name recognition. You have this annual holiday. So people are always going to go back to it. Right. So they probably knew they couldn't compete, compete with that. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Wow. Interesting. Didn't know that. All right. So another one is, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio originally got the part as Max. Uh, but then he turned it down to star in what's eating Gilbert grape. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, What's Eating Gilbert Grape is is great movie. I actually haven't seen it. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. And I think it's on one of the streamers. We should watch we it. We should. Uh, but I wonder, yeah, I mean, clearly his, his career is not hurting. But it's like, when you look at those two movies together, um, Hocus Pocus is a clear winner. Yeah, I'd love to see if there's, I would love to research more and see like if he has any thoughts on it or if someone was able to get some of his... Um, stories on like more behind the scenes with that if he's like upset about that mm-hmm. right <laughs> as a regret or something probably yeah. not probably not yeah because he's yeah, maybe at the time got a good career so yeah maybe at the time like i don't know how successful hocus pocus was at the time but maybe then but definitely maybe looking back on it probably not okay so another one um the actor playing the devil okay is actually one of the directors and the woman who plays his wife is his sister in real life. Oh. Do they say a name at all? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, that part is great because he's dressed up as the devil and the witches actually think that he's the real Dark Lord and then goes, uh, and they're so honored to meet him. Like, my master. <laughs> just super excited. I laughed so hard at that. I actually replayed it last night so you could see it. Another one. Uh, so Rosie O'Donnell um, wanted to play the part as Mary Sanderson, but thought it would be too bad for her image. And then, so another one. So Sarah Jessica Parker, who is Sarah Sanderson, 
had an ancestor that was arrested for witchcraft in Salem. Wow. That is, uh, that's intense. Um, you know, going back to the Rosie O'Donnell, I feel like she's probably one where she would look at that as maybe a regret. Because that is such a huge movie. You hear about that. People passing down on like famous roles from Star Wars or big movies. Because you just don't know. You don't know how people are going to react to it if it's going to be so popular at the time. Like if it is something where it could kind of go either way. Right. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah. And wow, Sarah Jessica Parker. So one of her ancestors was a witch burned at the stake. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> but no, what was her actual thing? It was... She was arrested for witchcraft okay. in Salem. And but that's she, all it says. I don't really know a lot okay, of details good. Well, because that is like so many people were hurt and killed um, because they just assumed everyone was a witch at the time. Right. So crazy. Okay, so I got two more. So uh, Hocus Pocus was released in July. Okay. So that it wouldn't compete with The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, so they knew Nightmare Before Christmas was coming out. Yep. Okay. That's a smart move on their part. I agree. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay, so the other one, which I know we you might know this one, um, but it's probably the most interesting one, is that real moss flew out of Billy's mouth, and Billy was the um, zombie. Yeah. He was the zombie, the boyfriend of one of the witches. So there was a pocket in the back of his mouth so that they wouldn't fly down his throat. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so when you first told me this uh, last night, this was the one, the only one that I had heard you, you actually, you started this list and this was the top of the list. And I was like, oh, stop. You know, I don't want to hear anymore. But, um, but this one was fascinating to me because I was like, a pocket in his mouth? Like how, like how, how did they do that? And it actually, it makes a lot of sense. So Doug Jones is the actor. So he's done a ton of stuff more, most recently was the, um, one of the creature in the uh, um, Black Lagoon kind of um, the takeoff of the Black Lagoon movie, um, which was, I think, The Shape of Water was the name of it. Um, I'll have to look that up right now. But uh, um, really good actor and has done a ton of, uh, of good stuff and a lot of um, costume stuff. Um, let's see, Doug Jones. Uh, but he's done a lot of cool, cool things um, and a lot of prop work where this makes sense um also he, he was in pan's labyrinth as one of the monsters in there just looks so creepy but used to wearing cool costumes and effects um but this one so i was like okay so how is it what does it look like and they were talking about you know nowadays like if he comes back as this part they'll probably just do cgi unless he's like no i'm gonna go the old school i wonder way. if he would i mean if he he's would. done it before yeah he totally would he doesn't seem like uh you always hear there's uh you know stories of actors not wanting to do certain things um, it depends on how gross it was right I mean, maybe at the time that was the best option yeah so maybe he would choose another route <laughs> right know. right um so this says uh so if moths and dust have to fly out of my mouth then we'd have to put moths and dust in my mouth to start with he said so they had an upper and lower retainer with a latex sheath that kind of protected his mouth from whatever was going into it and I could feel this little, the flutter of them. And oh, it, yeah, well, well, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had figured you'd have that reaction. I think I would too. But I if just, it covers your whole mouth, then you know it's not going. But you're still feeling it. Right. And you know it's there. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I. That is creepy. Um, and he goes, I could feel this little, the flutter of them. And it was, you know, kind of harrowing, he said. Uh, the first take, they get it all set in there. Cameras are rolling. And then he... 
he cuts his mouth open and out comes mud and the moths and all that. So that's how he did that, which is a pretty cool practical effect. Yeah, I'd be curious to know, one, if he's in the the new movie coming out, and two, if he would just keep with that. I yeah, know. I bet you he would. Well, thank you for those uh, fun facts from Hoc- Hocus Pocus. <laughs> from uh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, everyone. <laughs> Uh, but uh, to end this segment, how about another one of your classic Halloween jokes? Oh, you got it. All right. What do you call a cleaning skeleton? What? The Grim Sweeper. I like that one. That one's good. I think that and Brewmates are my two, the two runners up for my favorites right now. Um, you don't like Sherlock Bones? Yeah, that was that was that was a joke. It's a classic. All right, now the final segment for the week. We're going to get into some advice. Now, it's not really Halloween-themed per se. So, uh, you know, when you hear these stories and these questions, just imagine that they're happening during Halloween time. Perfect. (laughs) Sitting Um, in a car during a a haunted house. Yes, exactly. Um, But before we get into that... um, and actually, one of the questions, too, was, um, but actually, before, we, before I get ahead of myself, we, let's hear another one of your classic All right. Halloween jokes. Yeah, I knew there is neither a fan fave. All right. Where do ghosts go on vacation? Where? Malibu. <laughs> okay. That might be my favorite one. Uh, let us know what your favorite jokes are from, uh, from this podcast. Reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. And uh, let us know what you think. What was your favorite? Or the jokes are flying. <laughs> exactly. And also on that same email, you can send any of these advice questions um, that you have for us, and we'll answer in a future podcast. So uh, one of these is um, basically a woman wrote in and said that you know she buys a lot of you know coworkers and family members buys a lot of fundraiser. This is what she says. This is a quote from her. I buy a lot of fundraiser crap from other people's kids, <laughs> but no one will go to like some of her fundraiser things and all that. And so she is wondering, do I mention that and say, why aren't you guys reciprocating this? Um, or do I let it go? So are they for her kids or are they her own? Kind of her, that she's doing? her, her own events. Cause I feel like for, if it's for a kid, I feel like I'm more likely to support it. Yeah. But especially when I'm seeing the kids, like if I just see on like the table where someone just puts it out there for you to like sign up, I'm probably not going to be as likely. But if there's a kid that comes up to me, is like, hey, I'm selling X, Y, and Z. Yes. Then I'll be more likely to support it. Oh, me too. Hands down. Um, and that's what's got me into trouble too with, uh, there was a, a girl that was selling Girl Scout cookies <laughs> and she went to my apartment in Pasadena and she knocked on the door just cute as a button and was like would you like to buy some cookies and i was like absolutely <laughs> and which by the way i had no desire to buy cookies but like she was so nice and seemed just awesome and i was like yeah i'll take one of each and i literally shelved out a ton of dough kids are adorable yes they Get are yeah and uh and did that and then um, she's like all right have a good day mister and then never saw her again <laughs> 
<laughs> Never once. Sorry again. That's such a bummer. So that was a total scam. And it was like, I even asked other people at the apartment, uh, my apartment manager included. And he was like, no, there's no one here that's been selling. <laughs> well, but that wouldn't say that a kid from like a surrounding sure. building couldn't come by. For sure. That's true. But I mean, I would have believed it too. I mean, yeah. I'd have no reason not to for just a little kid. Yeah. So that's a tip too. If you need any advice on how to scam people, that's uh, just get a kid. There you go. Um, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say, you know, truthfully, I would let them know if you're really hurt by it yeah. and then, you know, maybe they'll just throw you a bone and go to a couple of them. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Um, so a 23 year old woman asked why her, so she has a roommate and and she says roommate slash best friend, kind of. And they'll have periods of multiple weeks where this friend just all of a sudden stops communicating with her and says it's a real, like, tough living area. Because then it's like they don't talk, they walk by each other, don't say anything. It's very cold. Very passive. Very passive. Um, and wants to know what she can do about it. Yeah, I think especially if it's a friend mm-hmm. and someone you've known for a long time. I don't know, we've... You and I talk about this, like, honesty is always the best, mm-hmm. the best policy. So, it I is. mean, if it's like, if it's a friend and you truly want to maintain that friendship, I think it's worth just having a conversation. It is, yeah. And I, I've joked about this a lot, too, because I feel like a lot of my answers fall back to that. Uh, people are, and I am, too, afraid to, to kind of confront sometimes these things. They're tough it's to really talk about. It's really tough. But if you can get past that step, sometimes you that will yield good results. Um, and you do it in a good way too, not kind of in a con- you know, confronting way. Um, but I had, I mean, I had a, a rough roommate too, very early on in my life. There was a, a guy that I was a roommate with and he was going through a tough personal, um, relationship experience and it kind of, it totally turned him into this nice, lovable guy. And that's the thing is sometimes maybe that's what your roommate's going through too is, and people go through these big life changes and that's this roommate of mine did that and it got bad there was one time where i woke up in the middle of the night and he was watching me sleep oh that's that's yeah that was really tough um and i was like hey what's up and then just like rolled around and put my back to him which in retrospect it was like that might not have been the safest thing another time he came in and he was uh i had my back to the door and he was saying the words i'm a psycho i'm a psycho i'm a psycho and i go i go oh i uh i thought you were like listening to a punk song because, you know, we were both into punk music at the time. He goes, uh, he had no headphones. And he, go, and he goes, uh, nope, just listening to the voices in my head. <laughs> uh, well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for checking out the podcast this week. This was our special Halloween episode. Um, Paige, thank you for coming out. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, special Halloween edition. We we're just sipping on our hot apple ciders. Hot apple blast. Hot apple blast. Uh, Get that at Caribou Coffee, where the coffee's so hot, you can't drink it for the first 15 minutes. (laughs) Uh, And then, so, yeah, (laughs) thanks for uh, checking out the show. Reach out to notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. And, yeah, we'll see you in a week. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye.